You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. The Great Geek Refuge presents our first radio playcast. Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, adapted for current times by Mike Lunsford and Benjamin Shapiro. Bell, what's the news today? Headlines for December 24th. The pandemic continues to surge out of control. The global economy is in shambles. The president has once again made funds available to keep corporations afloat. Protests continue after yet another police killing. Would you like to hear more? No, Bell, that's enough. Cratchit! Cratchit! Get in here right now. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Bob, have we gotten any news on the stimulus money for Phase 2? Yes, we have, sir. The money has cleared and will be in our accounts by the end of the day. Good, good. Now, I want you to notify all departments that we will need to reduce the workforce by 15% as a close of business. But, sir, the stimulus money is supposed to keep those people employed. What would Mr. Marley say? Marley's dead, to begin with. Dead as a doornail. But let's go with your question. Mr. Marley was a far greedier man than me. A level of greed I can only hope to aspire to someday. So what would he say? Hmm. He would say, reduce the workforce by 25%. Actually, I like that. Let's do that. But sir, tomorrow's Christmas. Bob, you are my personal assistant, not my conscience. Not even a stockholder. And I will tell you this. If you want to remain here in that capacity, you won't question my judgment. Understood? Yes, sir. I will send the message right away. Incoming call from Mr. Bothans, Mr. Scrooge. Son of a... Put him on. Manny, how are you today? Mr. Scrooge, you know why I'm here. You keep cutting wages without contacting the union. You know, the union I'm in charge of. Mr. Bothans, you know times are tough. I'm trying to keep this company afloat, and sometimes that involves temporary pay cuts. I assure you, once this recession and pandemic are over, you will see your wages increase. We know you've been paying yourself bonuses, Scrooge. These workers are the lifeline for your company. How many do you think will stay if you keep this up? In this economy, I'd say most. If not all. Not like there are many jobs around, Manny. You and your lawyers are ready to take you to court. Maybe you won't be so glib then. I guess we'll see, won't we? Pretty sure your lawyers aren't as good as mine. And if you try to strike, there are plenty out there looking for work. Listen, you son of a... I'm going to go before I say something I regret. Please do. Bell and call. Now I think it's time for some avocado toast. Incoming call from Fred. Would you like to accept? <sighs> yes, put him on. Uncle Benny! Fred? Merry Christmas! I was hoping that uh, Allison and I would see you tomorrow, say, for dinner. Merry Christmas indeed, Fred. What's so merry? Have you seen the state of the world? And what do you personally have to be merry about? You've been unemployed for months. Your wife just got out of the hospital. Well, by that logic, 
you should be the merriest man in the world. Your stock shares just split again, and you have no wife to worry about. And I'm glad of that. What were you thinking getting married, Fred? You can't even support yourself. Because I fell in love, Uncle. Bah, love. Bunch of humbug, if you ask me. What is love compared to the sweet touch of coin and cash? I'm not getting into this argument again, Uncle. I fell in love and I got married. She's a wonderful woman if you'd only leave that mansion of yours to meet her. Or I suppose I could have you over. That would be great. Not gonna happen. I like my home because I like solitude. I don't want company. Now good day to you, nephew. But, Uncle, please just consider my offer. Good day, nephew. I don't want you upset with me, Uncle, but it is Christmas, and the season is about family, and- I said good day. Bell, disconnect the call. Call has been disconnected. Damn familial entanglements. Cratchit! Have you sent that email? Uh, 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 yes, sir. You know, if you'd just allow me to have a small desk in here, you wouldn't have to shout. I like shouting, and I like solitude, and what about your social distancing? Yes, sir, but, um, about tomorrow? Now I'm supposing you want off tomorrow. Well, um, it, it is Christmas, after all. Poor excuse to steal a man's Bitcoin. But I suppose you think I'm a total jerk if I don't give it to you. I-I-I mean... It, Fine. It, uh, take the day. Take the whole week. Really? No, not really. You can have tomorrow, but I expect you to work a double on the 26th. Business doesn't stop because some invisible god decided to spread his seed on Earth. And don't you forget it. Uh, yes, sir. Get out of my sight. And uh, Merry Christmas. Out! Sir, you have an incoming video call. It's probably Fred again. Ignore it. It's a Mr. Pipette for you, sir. He has left 15 messages to date. Fine. Answer it. Mr. Scrooge! Hello! I'm Stephen Pipette from Holly Jolly Holidays. I've been trying to contact you for days. I spoke to your assistant, and he said you would be free. Ugh. Damn it, Cratchit. Yes, Mr. Pipette, what can I do for you? At this festive time of year, we all do what we can for the unhoused and underprivileged who are suffering greatly at this time. Many thousands are lacking even the most basic of necessities. Hundreds of thousands are without medicine, let alone health insurance, and many don't know where their next meal is coming from, sir. We still have a military, yes? Yes, we do. And prisons are still a thing, correct? Yes, there, there are plenty, still plenty of prisons. I wish I could say there were not, as the prison industrial complex has just become... And we still give out food stamps and WIC... Do you mean WIC? Ugh. There are homeless shelters, tons of charities that are already helping with... What did you call it? The unhoused and underprivileged who are suffering greatly? Yes, these things still exist, but... This time of year, they are overburdened with the current state of our country, the economy, and joblessness at an all-time high. Oh, I was afraid from what you said at first that something had occurred to stop them in their useful course. I'm very glad to hear it. 
Unfortunately, all of these organizations are overworked and simply cannot afford to spread any holiday cheer. That being said, I created a charity to buy these underprivileged brothers and sisters some food and drink and a warm place to stay. I'm looking for your assistance as it is a time when the less fortunate feel the despair much more keenly. And we know you would love to help all those people. What should we put you down for? Uh, nothing. You wish to be anonymous? I wish to be left alone. I don't believe in charity. I pay enough in taxes that pay for the services I mentioned. I create my own privilege. I built this business on my own, and those who hope that the kindness of strangers will pay the bills and fill their bellies are ridiculous. If things are so bad for them, and they want everything handed to them like healthcare and food, why not join the military? They're always looking for more warm bodies. They can always go to the soup kitchens or get on food stamps and be another parasite on society's dime. They can always steal something from a grocery store and end up in prison. They'll feed them, clothe them. I don't see the problem. Many can't enlist. Often the unhoused suffer from mental illness and can't afford the medicine. On top of that, there are many of them who've been in prison before and now can't find a job or a place to live because of the mark on their record. And frankly, many would rather die than return to prison. All we're asking for is just a little compassion. If they would rather die, they'd better do it and decrease the surplus population. Besides, I'm not in the business of wasting money. Helping others is not a wasteful business, sir. But it is not my business. It's enough for a man to understand his own business and not to interfere with other people's. Mine occupies me constantly. Good afternoon, Mr. Piper. He may be a shitty assistant, but at least Cratchit figured out how to make a decent avocado toast. Oh, God. The gluten-free bread, though, is awful. Belle! Remind me to sell that gluten-free bread company after firing their CEO. Yes, sir. I've set a reminder. Who's ringing my doorbell on Christmas Eve? Belle, let me see the door camera. There is no one at the door, sir. That damn thing must have a short in it. Can you, can you check to see if it's working correctly? Yes, sir. The doorbell is functioning properly. It hasn't been rung in 21 days. That can't be true. I just heard it. Maybe I have tinnitus. I knew I should have worn those earplugs at Coachella. Incoming text from an unknown number on your personal line. Would you like me to read it? What? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, go ahead, read it. It's me, Benny Boy. Only one person called me Benny Boy, and that was Marley. This has to be a prank. Belle, what was the number that sent that? I cannot trace the number, sir. That's too weird. I must need some sleep or something. I'll call IT tomorrow. Crap, it's that damn holiday tomorrow. Bell, set a reminder to call IT on the 26th to look into this. 
No one should have my personal number. Reminder to call. IT is set. Bell, lock all the doors. Set the security system and dim all the lights in the house. I need a good night's sleep. Electronic alarm. Arming. Home secure. Good night, Mr. Scrooge. Floor three, Bell. Penny boys. Bell, are, are you having any technical issues? No, sir. Jesus. I need to get some rest. I've been staring at screens too much or, or something. Bell. Everyone has left for the day, correct? Yes. The only person in the home is you. All the same. I'm going to check the closets and under the bed, my desk. Christ, I feel like I'm ten years old again. There's nothing here, just me. Maybe once I wash my face, and brush my teeth, and get in the bed, I'll, I'll calm down. Motion detected in the front foyer. Show me the camera. There's nothing there. What's going on with the system? No such thing as pride in your work anymore? Probably an illegal immigrant who stalled it anyway. Bell, any more motion disturbances? No, sir. I certainly hope so. But wait, I see something on the camera. Almost looks like a, a ghost image. I bet the system is out of calibration. You detect any movement, Bell? No, sir. No more movement. Bell, show me all the security cameras. There. Camera four, the stairway. What do you see, Bell? There is no image on camera four. There is nothing on the stairway. There's something there. It looks like someone dragging chains? Do you hear that, Bell? Bell? Bell! Where did my feed go? Bell! The chains. They, they stopped. I wonder if... Ah! Jacob Marley? Is that you? Bah! It has to be a hologram or something. Someone's trying to play a prank on me. What would anyone want from me? Much. My god, you even sound like him. Impressive. Whoever did this is quite the artist. I'll play along. Who are you? Ask me who I was. Okay, fine. Who were you then? You're particular for a hologram. In life... I was your mentor, Jacob Marley. I mean, everyone knew that. Cheap tech. I'll have to ask it some tough questions. You don't believe in me? I do not. 
What do I need to do to show you I'm real, Benny boy? Why do you doubt your vision and hearing? If there's anything I've learned as an internet mogul, it's not to believe what you see and hear. Could be a million things that are causing this. Maybe someone slipped some acid into my kale, apple, pomegranate smoothie, and it's just now kicking in. It could be that damn avocado toast. Hell, that gluten-free bread was god-awful. There's more toast than ghost to whatever you are. Now, the only light you will see is that of my apparition. Please stop. You're my friend, my mentor, the closest thing I had to a father figure. Why would you come back to haunt me? Man, do you believe in me or not? Yes, but why are you torturing me like this? Why are you covered in chains? I wear the chains I forged in life. I made it link by link and yard by yard. Each link is a widow's bank account I drained in a shady business deal. Every computer I drag is a hard drive full of stolen software I took in a hostile takeover. The deeds are to properties I bought illegitimately after devaluing the land surrounding it so I could get a better deal. Every safe deposit box is full of blackmail I had on competitors and stocks and bonds that are meaningless now that I am dead. But you have your own chains. Oh, Benny boy. Do you have chains of your own? You've worked even harder in these last seven years to build your legacy. It was already a full and heavy coil on par with my own, but you have outdone yourself. You returned from the grave after seven years, and you have nothing nice to say to me? No. This is not a friendly visit. I do not have much time. I'm not permitted to linger anywhere. I never lived my life outside of business, outside of money. Now I travel the world, no rest 
No peace. My only company is the torture of my own remorse. Tra traveling the world. You, you must have killer frequent flyer miles. Listen, dumbass. Here I am, letting you know that no space of regret can make amends for one's life misused. My life was misused, and I am paying for it, yet you got jokes. But you're a crafty businessman. You're one of the greats. Business. Compassion should have been my business. Helping our fellow man was my business. Using my resources to make this world a better place to help those less fortunate. That should have been my business. The stock portfolio of my company were but a drop of water in the ocean of what should have been my business. What can I do, old friend? I'm nearly out of time. I am here tonight to warn you that you have a chance and a hope of escaping my fate. A chance and a hope that I'm giving you, Benny boy. Thank you. You're always a good friend. Debatable. You will be haunted by three spirits. More ghosts? You want to haunt me with more ghosts? Can't you just tell me how to be best? It is what it is. I'd rather just write a check and call it a day. Without their visits, your fate is sealed. Expect the first later this evening when the clock strikes one. Can we reschedule? Have a conference call with all of them at the same time? Expect the second at two, and the third will arrive at three. What are they like, Jacob? Can you tell me? If you think I mean, just wait. This is your chance, Penny Boy. Don't end up like me. Expect the first ghost when the clock 
strikes one. Must have been something in that bread. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire that CEO tomorrow. Oh, multiple dimensions, multiple timelines, multiple face tubes, tube faces, face, face forward, face your fears. I'm not doing that tonight. Maybe I am. Who knows? Maybe I should rent something, like a backhoe. I need to add another wing to this place. Maybe more desks. No social distancing. God damn this pandemic. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. You can go home. Stay home. Now you have to go to work. You're essential. You're not essential. Fucking Walmart. Why is that essential? I get it. For rednecks, maybe. Am I a redneck? I don't think so. Maybe an elite one. Maybe like an elite redneck. My wreck my neck is rather pale, actually. Just need to lay down and get some get some. I need to get some sleep. Sir, it is time to wake up. 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 What? Bell, stop! What time is it? It is 1 a.m. 1 a.m.? Why the hell are you waking me up now? Who set the alarm? Let me guess. Mr. Marley. Marley. Well... Where the hell is this ghost he was talking about? Pretty rude to be late if you ask me. If you schedule a haunting at one, you show up at one. Well, nobody asked you. Oh my god! I can't see anything! I'm blinded! Bell! Cripes, old man! Maybe if you didn't live in the dark, you wouldn't be so blinded by my, if I do say so myself. Beautiful light. I like the dark. It's free. Now if you please. You want me to dim my light? Really? Ouch! Yes, please! Better? Getting there. Just give my eyes a minute to readjust. Nope, no time for that. Let's go. Go Where, where are we? Oh yeah, and all that excitement of you thrashing around like a crazed baboon. I forgot to introduce myself. I'm the ghost of Christmas past. Ooh. Christmas past? Yes, as in the Christmases before the present one. You know, this list says you're some kind of business genius. Guess that doesn't translate to other things. A list? Yeah, list. Helps with organization. Plus, I got a life, too. And because of that, no more questions. But... What did I say? That's a question. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, look, you got me. Now, shall we? Do you recognize this place? Of course I do. Would you mind informing the audience of where we are? The audience? We, we have an audience? Figuratively. No more questions. It's Yale, where I got my degree, and where I invented Facetube. Invented, huh? 
Let's head to your dorm and see your inventing process. This place is pretty empty. I mean, really, really empty. empty. Why are you the only one here? Because I had work to do. I was inventing Facetube. Is there anything you don't lie to yourself about? This is only gonna work if you put the work in. Now, why are you here alone? My dad, he... <sighs> Your dad, Klaatu Varada Nicktoid? No, idiot. My dad told me not to come home. I got two B's on my transcript and he was furious. Your sister, however. <sighs> she got to come home from Harvard after she made top of the dean's list. Not that I was jealous or begrudged her that. I loved Fan. She was smart. Sweet. One of the few people that loved me. That... That's the truth. I'm impressed. Now, shall we go into your room? Good lord. I'm glad we can't smell anything. Your room is disgusting. Yeah, well, I was busy inventing social media. You're still on about that? Is that even your computer you're on? Um... I thought not. Just a few more clicks and there. I'm in. Now for the flash drive and... Got it. Ooh, someone's a thief. I didn't steal anything that didn't need stealing. I took the source code, yes, but he decided it wasn't worth anything. He told me he was just going to delete it when he got back. Delete it from a password-protected folder. Okay, look, I was desperate to please the old man. Or maybe I just wanted to spite him by succeeding beyond his wildest expectations. Beyond him, even. I knew this was the key, and sometimes you need to take the key. Besides, my roommate didn't understand the potential of Facetube. Okay, whatever it takes so you can sleep at night. Shall we fast forward a bit? That felt kind of weird. Yeah, I kind of like how it gives me butterflies. I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> Go ahead. No one will notice with all the trash in this room. Cripes, it's even worse than before. Well, I'm sorry. I was busy running a burgeoning empire. And your roommate? I paid him off with $5,000 after my first million cleared the bank. I had him sign an NDA, and he graduated thinking he took me to the cleaners. The poor sap. Wow, it's almost as if you cheated him. Uh, almost? I totally cheated him. And you're proud of that fact? I... I, I mean... I was. Benny, Benny, hurry up. Didn't you get any of my emails? I'm here to bring you home for Christmas. But Dad said... Dad has changed his mind. He's impressed with what you've done with your internet thing. I don't know. Says he wants you to come home for Christmas so you can discuss business. Business. Don't ask me. He's still asking me when I'm going to get married so I can drop out and start a family. He's not going to tell me anything about men's business. Now hurry up. I want to get on the road. She was a very sweet girl, wasn't she? The sweetest. And the best to me. 
out of all of my family, she's the only one who had any faith in me to do good. She died young. Too young. How? Cancer. She met a guy after college. They fell in love. She started a small business. Then she got pregnant, had a kid, and then one day, she got sick. And she had a child. I believe his name is Fred. Yes, it is. Fred, who you refuse to see. Is that because you blame him? No, 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 no. It's, it, it's just... It's that he reminds you of her. What was that? Nothing, Scrooge. Now, let's go to a different Christmas. Do you remember this place? Of course. This is one of Professor Fezziwig's parties. He taught me everything I know about business. He taught you how to grow a business honestly. A lesson you seem to have forgotten. Whatever. He taught me the ins and outs. He was a great man, and his Christmas parties were the best. Open bar, catering, live bands. Man, we looked forward to these things every year. Oh, he's about to speak. Hey folks, folks. Good evening, everyone. May I have your attention? Thanks. I just wanted to take a moment to thank you all for another wonderful year. I look forward to all the great things you'll do in the business world. I'm so proud of all of you. But enough talk. This is a party. It's the holidays, so let's party! Seems a waste of money, don't you think? Blowing money on a day celebrating, how did you put it, and invisible God spreading his seed on earth? Yeah, well, he wanted to show us he cared. He appreciated us for our hard work. Me and Dick especially. There he is. Dick was practically attached to me the whole time I was there. Hey, Dick! He can't hear you. Fine. There I am. I must say, I was pretty strapping back then. Lugging around servers all day will do that. Plus, I would take all the extra credit I could get. Anything to impress old Fezziwig. Professor Fezziwig, I was wondering, is there any extra credit I could do before the end of the semester? Ben, you have an A in my class. You're one of my star pupils. No, there is no more extra credit for you. Go enjoy the party. Maybe dance with that nice girl over there who keeps staring at our conversation. And who is that? Ah. Uh, yes. That's... That's Belle. Your assistant? No, no. Fezziwig's daughter. Hello, Ben. Hello, Bill. How are you doing tonight? I'm wondering why you haven't asked me to dance yet. Uh, you know, I, I still have a couple of servers to move. What you need to do is to dance with me. Spirited woman. Very much so. I hated dancing. I still do. But with her, 
just felt right. It felt like love. A love I have never known before. Nor since. Nor since. You guys are so cute together, too. I want to see more Christmases together. Ugh, no, I'd rather you didn't. Oh, you thought you get to choose what you see? Ha, you're along for the ride, chump. How considerate. This place gives me Legionnaire's disease just looking at it. It's cute. It's all you could afford at the time. It was furnished with love. Yeah, something like that. I'm sorry, Bill. This, this was the only tree I could afford. Betty, why are you apologizing? It's perfect. It's ours. But you deserve better. You deserve better, Bill. The best. And I'm sorry this is the best I can do right now. But I promise you, things will never be this bad again. Benny, stop. I love the tree. I love the lights you put up. I love you. It's, it's just perfect. You mean it? Yes, of course. Well, are you ready for some amazing news then? Always. All right, so I pitched my idea to Mr. Marley today about Facetube, and he was blown away. He said that he's going to give me the money to start up the project, and he's going to be on the advisory board. He said, I'd rather help you than have to compete against you. Isn't that amazing? I... That's great, Benny. I'm so happy for you. We don't sound happy. This is great. My dream is finally coming to life. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just worried. Jacob Marley is known for being an unscrupulous businessman. My father used to use his dealings as examples of what not to do in corporate America. Yeah, I remember those lectures, but those were just isolated incidents. He's not like that all the time. Listen, I'm glad that your internet connection thing is going to get off the ground, but I worry about you working with him. It's just business, Bill. It's a means to an end. I just need the help to get off the ground. My student loans are killing us. This could be our ticket to better things. Okay, but what about our nonprofit? Of course, of course. We'll still do that. As long as we're together, Bill, we can do anything. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can. You're right. Just be careful. I love you, Benny. I love you too, Belly. <laughs> Stop it. I hate it when you call me that. Oh, watch out. Belle Fezziwig is mad. She'll destroy all of Tokyo with her rampage. Oh my gosh, stop it. You're being so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Well, come on. You know you get a little out of whack. Uh-huh. And... Oh, it's... Oh, I it's... said What that happened to you two? Yeah, you know, Shall we see? Please, spirit. Show me no more. Too late. Benny, I've called several times and you haven't called back. Ben. What? Mr. Marley says that as the face of the company, I need to be approachable, but also professional. So I'm going by Ben now. Benny is something you would call your 12-year-old kid nephew, he said. He's been calling me Benny Boy in front of the stockholders to prove his point. Ah, <laughs> Sounds like a great guy. 
well, Ben, I need to talk to you. It's about my nonprofit. Nonprofit. Yeah. A better term for it was never invented. There's no profit in helping the poor, Bill. But I, I don't want profit, Benny. I want to help feed and clothe the homeless. I want to make the world better. Oh, please. That's nothing but your liberal nonsense. All of that white... Mamby Ugh, shut up, you left. fool. Listen to her. You're falling for it, like a sucker. Falling for it? The only thing I fell for was your act of being a decent human being. We started this together, remember? I can't watch this. I know what that idiot's about to do. <laughs> shut up, I'm listening. Yeah, so I could look like a philanthropist to my adoring public. Ah, okay, well, um... Wait until your adoring public finds out you've been skimming from their donations. They won't find out because you signed an NDA. You can't disclose anything that's been done or my lawyers will destroy you. <laughs> so that's it, huh? Sick your lawyers on your fiance. Tell her to be quiet and to think I loved you. <laughs> loved? You never loved me. You loved my potential. Marley warned me about this. Fool. She did love you. And you love her. He warned you? No, no. No, I warned you about him. I told you this would happen. Ebenezer, I loved you. I love you. I hate what you're becoming, though. More concerned with image and money. You're becoming just like him. And what's so bad about that? He's a brilliant businessman. What happened to the Benny Scrooge that wanted to help the world? The Benny Scrooge who said, as long as we're together, we can do anything. <laughs> unless that man that I met in my father's office was a lie, unless unless these last five years of our of our lives together have been an act, then then you've changed. You've become some kind of What? A monster? There is nothing. Nothing that this world is harder on than the poor, and there is nothing it wants to villainize more than the rich. Let me ask you something. If I were still a poor man, if I was still working as a teacher's assistant for your dad, if I was still hauling servers for pennies, would you still love me? If we had nothing, if we were barely scraping by on scraps and fast food, would you still love me then? I did love you back then. And I would have stayed by your side even if we were still stuck in that damp basement apartment. Because that Ebenezer cared. He, he believed in something, not just making money and controlling people. I believe that you wanted to make the world a better place. And maybe, I don't know, maybe somewhere deep down you still do, but I can't see it, not anymore. What do you mean? I mean... I mean I'm leaving. Fine. We're done here then. <laughs> yeah, I guess we are. What an ass I was. What an unbelievable fool.
I can't believe how stupid I was. <laughs> what? I'm in my bed. <sighs> I need to get myself together. Wait. Belle. What time is it? It is 2.01 a.m. The other ghost was scheduled at 2. Maybe that was enough. I guess old Marley was full of it after all. <laughs> I'll just go back to sleep. What the hell is that? Is that coming from the hallway? Ebenezer Scrooge to the dance floor! This party's about to pop off! Ebenezer Scrooge, get up here and give a brother a hug! Huh? What are you what are you doing here? I didn't plan a Christmas party. Uh holiday party. Show some love for our Jewish, Muslim, pagan, and Buddhist brothers and sisters. They like to party too. Oh Jesus, you're one of those. I bet when Starbucks changed their cups, you applauded it. Who cares? They all know what we mean when we say Merry Christmas. Nah, I'm just a dude who lives for the moment, and I don't have time to get upset about trying to include everyone in the joy of the season. Have you ever met any of my pros? Can't, I can't say that I have. None? They look like me. Tall, handsome as AF, sweet beard, man bun, dropping sick boots. There have been like 2,000 or so of them before me. None of them? 2,000, did you say? How did your parents feed all of you? <laughs> yeah, good question. Get up here on that stage. Let me show you a thing or two. What day is it? It's Christmas Eve, bruh. Just look at all this holiday cheer and merriment. Certainly is a lot of income for these stores. Look at all these people throwing money around, making big purchases. Look, there's Bob Cratchit, wasting his money. He should be investing it, putting it into a savings account. Just selfish. Sad. Is that all you see? Purchases? There's so much more to this time of year. Ah, yes, the holidays, where everyone goes into debt, making other people happy. Come with me. I'll show you what good is being done with all these selfish purchases. <laughs> My stomach. Where are we now, spirit? Come on, seriously? You don't even recognize this apartment complex? It's your personal assistant's home. Come on, let's go in. Oh. I, I wouldn't want to bother him and his family. No one can see us or hear us. Basically, we're John Cena and Drax combined in one. I don't... I, what are you talking about? Dad, where should I put this ornament? Hmm... I think down there, next to the green ball. What do you think, Tim? I think right on the other side, next to the mouse wearing the Santa hat. Is that a good place, Mr. Bob? You don't have to call me Mr. Bob, Tim. Just Bob, or Rob, or Bobbo, or old Mr. McScruffles. <laughs> okay, Mr. McScruffles. I like that. <laughs> All right, boys. Dinner's served. Sally, do you need a hand? I feel bad you were cooking all the time and I didn't help at all. 
If I needed help, I would have asked for it. Besides Mr. McStrumples, I can't reach the top of the tree. All right, boys, wash your hands and we'll eat. Come on, Tim, you want me to give you a piggyback or do you want your crutches? Um, piggyback. Oh, <laughs> 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 huh. look at those two. That's adorable. Did you say something? Uh, uh, <clears throat> no, no, of course not. What's wrong with, what's wrong with the boy, Tim? He's been in and out of doctor's offices trying to find out just what is wrong. So far, no one knows. His legs are getting stronger, Sal. The doctor said he's made such great progress with us. He is such a sweet boy. John has taken to his role as older brother quickly. I thought he actually might get a little jealous. Nah, not our John boy. He's like a little soldier, duty, honor, service. <laughs> he immediately became protective over Tim. It warms my heart. Oh boy, I love lasagna. <laughs> it's lasagna, Tim. <laughs> No, no, no. The ancient Greeks were the first ones who created it, and they called it Bazanya. We call it that, too. Okay. Can I get a crunchy corner of Bazanya? Yeah, me too. I like crunchy Bazanya. <coughs> Are you okay, Tim? Do you need me to get your nebulizer? I'm fine. I just got too excited, Mrs. Sally. I can... Can I say grace before we eat? I don't see why not. Go right ahead, Tim. Dear God, I want to thank you for this wonderful meal and for the Cratchits. They are the nicest people I've ever met. And also, I want to thank Mr. Screw for giving Mr. Bob a job so he could pay for this meal and this apartment. Amen. That was lovely, Tim. Thank you. Yes, Tim, but remember, that Mr. Scrooge is not a nice man. Mr. Bob deserves a lot more than what Mr. Scrooge paints him. I hope he chokes on his organic farm-raised frittata, or whatever hipster artisan meal he has tonight. Sal, that's enough. You're worth twice what he pays you, and that's not even taking into consideration that he doesn't offer you insurance or the awful treatment you get. Hasn't he been sued twice for unfair labor practices? Sally, let's try and have a peaceful dinner. Peace? I'd love to give him a piece of my mind. And he can have a Christmas feast on that. He's such a god... <clears throat> I mean, God-blessed person. Yes, a God-blessed person. God bless us all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, God bless us, everyone. <laughs> Spirit, will Tiny Tim live? I see an empty seat and a pair of unused crutches if these shadows remain unaltered. No, that can't be right. You're not serious, are you? If these shadows remain unaltered by any future events, my future bros will not see him again. He will die. But if he's going to die, then he'd better do it and decrease the surplus population. Who would say such a... Oh, yeah. You know, I've kept a chill for this trip, but now for some real talk. If you're actually a man, if you have a heart, then you would know that you don't get to say who is and who isn't surplus. You don't get to decide who is worthy of life and death because you pay taxes or whatever your justification was. You think that because you have money, you're somehow better than everyone who doesn't? There are millions who die, like poor Tim here, who in the eyes of the universe hold more value than a hundred Ebenezer Scrooges. Get it? Yes. We have more places to go. You brought me to Fred's house? 
I guess this is the only way you could get me here. You should have seen his face, babe. I told him on FaceTime, Merry Christmas, and I thought his eyes were going to roll right out of his head. Sweetheart, I'm just tired of seeing you get your hopes up every year, knowing that he will turn you down. I feel sorry for him. I really do. It, it's not like he's making others suffer because of his bad attitude. He's only making himself miserable. But you feel like you have to keep trying, don't you? I do. Mom loved him so much. I miss her every day. I feel like that's part of the reason why he won't come see me. I remind him of her. I think he's on to something, Benny. I miss her so much. The thing that sucks the most, would it really hurt him to have a meal with us? We're the only family he has left. There has to be some joy that could come from that. It's not like he's getting any joy from his money. I'm just astounded that with all that wealth, he's not doing anything with it. <laughs> right? He has the house and his security system and digital assistant, but he doesn't even use his money to make himself comfortable. He only uses it to further isolate himself, further shut himself off from the rest of the world. They actually have a nice place. It reminds me a lot of Fan's apartment she had when she was in Cambridge. That woman managed to make any place feel like home. Fred has done that here. I'm sure his wife helped with that too. She seems pleasant. Come, we must be going. My time grows short. I noticed your man bun and beard continue to get grayer and grayer. Are you all right? These Christmas party sets I get booked, they only last one day. Then I die and my brother replaces me next year. I only have a little bit more time. Where are we now, spirit? Are we... are we under an overpass? Yes, look. Over there. Those two children huddled around that fire barrel. Why have you brought me here, spirit? Haven't I seen enough sadness for one evening? Have you, though? My god, they look like they could fall apart at any second. They're skin and bones. Their names are ignorance and greed. Are they your children? No, they're yours. They belong to mankind and they are your burden. But where the danger they both pose to you, Ebenezer. Together, they bring nothing but doom for you. Especially ignorance. Claiming his name won't save you because you've seen the truth. The next ghost awaits your arrival. Isn't there a place we can take these poor children? Somewhere to help? Prisons still exist, don't they? The military still a thing? Hello? Where'd you go? Present. Where are you? I... I'm all alone. Who's there? Are, are you the third spirit? The one that Marley told me about? I'll take that as a yes. Well, take me where you will, spirit. I've learned from your fellow ghouls. I think I'm ready to face the future.
I just want to thank Benny Screw. He did the greatest thing any man in his position could. They, they, they love me. They're throwing a party in my honor? Spirit, what did I do to make them so happy? Of all the things he could have given us this Christmas, a reason to party is the best! <laughs> Seriously though, what what did I do? Where are we? Is this Is this Cratchit's apartment? Mom, you're crying. No, John. <clears throat> I'm not. It's just I've I've had too much screen time, it's all. Just reading all the news and <clears throat> And there's so much, uh, so much news, so much bad news. Dad should be home soon. He's late. Have you noticed him driving slower lately? Like he's lost in thought? <clears throat> You're right. Um, he has been. But he'll, he'll be home soon all the same, and we need to put on a happy faces for him. <clears throat> he needs us to be strong since, since then. I'm home. Everybody okay? Yes, dear. How was it? They've given us a really nice plot. The place is beautiful. They let the flowers grow there. Tim will love being surrounded by them in the spring. He would... He would... That's okay, Bob. We did our best for him. We made his last few years happy. If that damn insurance company hadn't enough. They denied his treatment? What kind of monsters? I, I should have done more. The cemetery? Just gonna rub my nose in Tim's death? It's kind of cruel, don't you think? Fine, I'll go. I'll go. Is this his grave? I can't read the stone from the snow piled up. Just give me a second. can't be. This is my grave? Is this what I did to make those people happy, Spirit? Did my death make them show up at my house and celebrate? Celebrate? Spirit, I see the error of my ways, okay? Tell me these are just things that may happen, not things that will happen. Please give me some words of comfort. I can change! I can help these people, I can. I will help these people. Please tell me I can make things right. Tell me it's not too late. Please.
I'm in my bed. I... Belle, what time is it? The time is 7 a.m. And what day is this? It is December 25th. It all happened in one night. All of it. Past, present, future. They showed me the error of my ways. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you. My goodness. I... Belle, send a mass text out to every employee. Emergency video conference at 8 a.m. Everyone must attend. No exceptions. I... I need to take a shower, shave, put on a suit. I'm giddy. I haven't felt like this on Christmas since I was a boy. Good morning, everyone. I know that you all are probably wondering why I'm doing this on your day off. I haven't given you all the credit that you are due. You make this company. You make it what it is. Without you, it would be nothing. A company with no employees makes for an empty boardroom, an empty home, an empty funeral. You are all my family, even if I've treated you like strangers. I need to make amends for that, and I hope that all of you will find it in your hearts to give me the opportunity to earn your loyalty and trust. That is why, if you check your bank accounts, Tomorrow when the bank's open, you will notice a 25% bonus for every employee. Manny, yes, you have a question? Who are you? And what have you done with Benny Scrooge? Ha! Good question. I'll tell you the story sometime, but for now, happy holidays. Everyone, enjoy your week off. Yes, I said a week. Bell, start the Tesla. Tesla has been started. What coordinates should I input for your destination, sir? Put in Cratchit's address. He wasn't on the conference call this morning. You ready for another present, big man? I think so. I'm sorry I interrupted the presents, Mr. Bob and Mrs. Sally. Don't be sorry, buddy. It's fine. We're family. We can wait for you. Did you see what John got? I did! That looks like a really fun video game, John! And it's two-player! I'll teach you how to play, Tim! This is the best Christmas ever! Tim, you haven't even opened your own presents! I know, I just like watching everyone else being so happy. That's the best part of Christmas. I'll get it. Maybe it's Hanukkah Harry with some wool socks and slacks. No one gets that joke, Bob. Ever. Uh, Mr. Scrooge, what are you doing here? Please, c come in. I texted every employee this morning for an emergency conference call, and you were not there. Explain yourself. I... I had to give a breathing treatment to our son, Tim. I I'm sorry, he was having severe asthma attack, and w with this pandemic, we have to be extra careful. I mean... As my personal assistant, I expect you to be a step better than any of the other employees. That being said... Because of this infraction, I am telling you in person that things are going to change. Effective January 2nd, on your first day back to work, not only will the company have a much more comprehensive medical and dental plan, your foster son, Tim, will be 100% covered until we can find a cure for this damn disease. Am I making myself clear? But Mr. Scrooge, I... Wait, did you say full medical coverage for me and Tim? I did, and the rest of your family as well. 
it's high time I took care of the people who helped me make this company what it is today. I'm also making you executive marketing vice president and I'm tripling your salary. I won't take no for an answer. Now, just wait a minute, Mr. Scrooge. You, you've treated my husband like crap for the last six years and you, you barging in here on Christmas, is, it's finally over the line. Sal, he's tripling my salary and covering all of our medical expenses, including Tim's. He, he is? Yes. All of our costs? Yeah. And giving me a promotion and a massive raise. Well, uh, would you like some coffee or some waffles? <laughs> oh, I'm fine, but it's very nice to meet you finally. I'm sorry for taking this long to do so. I hope it's just not too late to make amends. Mr. Scrooge, I insist. Come in, meet the boys, have some coffee or hot chocolate. Okay. I've heard you talk about your boys so often, I would like to meet them. Boys, I want you to meet my boss, Mr. Scrooge. Bob, call me Benny. Boys, this is my boss, Benny. Hello. Hello. Are you the hipster juice bag that Mrs. Sally talks about? Tim, I, I meant that... <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I'm sure you refer to me as worse, and you wouldn't have been wrong if you did. John, Tim, what would you guys like to have for Christmas dinner more than anything else in the world? Uh, mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, um, definitely pizza, mm, pot stickers, and... And breadsticks and uh, and fettuccine alfredo. Cupcakes and cookies and hot apple cider and chicken wings. Wow, you guys must be hungry. As long as it's okay with mom and dad, I have a friend who is a personal chef, and he'll make all of that for you guys. Is that okay, mom, dad? You you really don't have to do this, Mister. Sh- uh, B- Benny, you really don't. I do, Bob. Because of me, these boys haven't had the best, and they should especially on Christmas. Here, I'll call Franco. Make sure he can have this ready for you by tonight. Benny, there's been so many times I've cursed your name for the ways you've treated Bob over the years. I have to ask, what's changed? Honestly, a lot. In a short time. But I'm not here to bore you with that. I just wanted to say I'm sorry for the past and want to make the future brighter. Now I'll leave you two to your Christmas. Well, uh, thank you for stopping by. I'm glad you found some peace. I'll see you tomorrow, boss. Why? You're off until the new year. I'll need your help on your first day back. I want to plan a belated holiday party for everyone and their families. I owe these guys some presents. You folks have a wonderful holiday. (laughs) Happy holidays, sir. Take care of these kids, Bob. If there's anything I can do additionally to help, don't hesitate to call me. I I guess it's a good thing I didn't spit in his coffee. <laughs> Sal! I'm kidding. I'm just I'm just glad we can finally get get Tim the get Tim the care he needs. That truly is the only thing I wanted for Christmas. Me too, Sal. <laughs> Me too. We truly are blessed. God bless us, everyone. Mr. Pipette. Calling Stephen Pipette. 
Hello? Mr. Pipette, I'm sorry to bother you on Christmas Day, but this is Benny Scrooge of Facetube. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to be sh short with you, Mr. Scrooge, but I'm in the middle of the holidays with my family. You had made your position to me crystal clear yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I'm calling you this morning. First, I want to apologize for my behavior. I acted like a tactless fool. Secondly, off the top of your head, how much has your charity raised this year? Well, hmm, well, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say, but we are just shy of one million as of right now. I was hoping we'd break a million, but it just doesn't look like it's gonna happen. Please email me where to donate. I'll get you to that million. And on top of that, because of my horrible behavior, I'll be donating an additional $3 million to your cause. And you can consider that an annual donation. I, are you joking? <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, this is, this is quite unexpected after our, our last conversation. It, thank you, thank you. Oh my goodness, thank you for your generosity. I thought you said this wasn't your sort of business. Yeah, it turns out mankind is my business and it should have been for a lot longer. Have a wonderful holiday, Mr. Pipette. Make sure you email me that donation information. Thank you. Seriously, Mr. Scrooge, thank you, and have a wonderful holiday as well. Your destination is on the right. What time should we expect your parents today? I think Dad said four. But you know him. He'll be here at 3.30 because if he's not early... He's late. <laughs> yeah, I got him a six-pack of that coffee beer he liked so much last year. Oh, he'll love that. Huh, I guess he's really early this year. I'll get it. Maybe the Lopez's are out of eggs. Last time we got some of that awesome flan out of it, though. Hello, Fred. Uncle Benny? Hi. Can I, can I come in? Yeah, 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 uh, of course. If, if you're not horribly busy, um, can, can we talk? Sure. I want to apologize to you for the way I've treated you for, honestly, as long as I remember. Since mom died. Yes. Your grandfather was not a nice man. You should consider yourself lucky that you never had to meet him. But your mom, she always stuck up for me. She was always nice to me. She was sweet and kind. And when she died, I didn't deal with it well. Part of me died. And every time I see you, I see her. You have her eyes. You have her smile. 
and yet somehow you still try to be part of my life, even if I've done nothing to give you any reason to do so. She told me. What? You were so little when she died. How could you remember that? You may not believe this, but it was just recently. I know you'll probably think the idea of spirits visiting you is a humbug, as you like to say, but she told me to never give up on you. That there was a good person beneath all of that hurt and anger and cruelty. Oh, Fred. I think we have more in common than you know. Can I have a hug? Of course. I'm sorry for pushing you away. It was just too painful to see you. It's alright. We're family, right? You don't give up on family. Is the invitation for Christmas dinner still open? For a fool of an old man? <laughs> Always has been. Oh, Allison, how long have you been there? Long enough to see the sweetest reunion ever. Well, I should probably go and let you finish your breakfast. Is there anything you need for dinner? I'm more than happy to bring whatever. No, uh, we're fine. You don't have to go, though. Allison and I always go and serve at the local soup kitchen. They have a brunch they do on Christmas Day. To... Please join us, Uncle Benny. It would be a great way to get to know you. I didn't think hearing that name would make me smile as much as it does. Sure, I'd love to join you. Here you go. Hope you have a happy holidays. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, don't you own that, uh, that uh, my face company? <laughs> yeah, that's me. Benny Scrooge. What's your name? George. George, what do you do for a living? I am currently weighing several lucrative janitorial positions. Okay. How about you come by phase two when the holidays are over? And we'll set you up with something. Oh, yeah. You really mean that? Our office can always be cleaner. I mean, I, I just met you, dude. I could be cracked or something. Yeah, you could be. But you're a human being first. And the least I can do is give you a shot, right? Wow. Wow, Th thank, thank you so much, Mr. Scrooge. You're, you're all right, man. Uncle Benny, the director of the soup kitchen would like to see you. Uh-oh. Was I not supposed to do that? No. I think she's impressed with you. Maybe I can do something to help this place, too. Her office is back there. Come in. Hi, my nephew told me you wanted to... Hello, Benny. Belle? I never would have thought I would see you in my soup kitchen. Not in a million years. Then I check my Twitter, and one of my people has a selfie with you, and you're smiling? Yeah, I... I, I just figured I should do something to help out. I, I... A multi-billionaire, but still my dad's shy intern at heart. 
can't believe that's all you remember of me. Oh, don't get me wrong. I have not forgotten the bad. But I'd always hoped that you would one day get past that. One day that you might see the light. Oh, Belle. If only you knew how true that statement was. Thank you for listening to GGR's first radio playcast, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. In order of appearance, Ebenezer Scrooge was played by Casey Caracciolo. Bell 2.0, his digital assistant that was Dorlene Dan Wayne Arvin. Bob Cratchit was Carl Bonebright. Manny Boffins was played by Matt Irwin. Fred was played by Mike Burke. Stephen Pipette was Russ Brown. Jacob Marley Ulysses E. Campbell The Ghost of Christmas Past that was Hazel Williams Young Scrooge was played by Jared Pierce Fan was played by Alejandra Nez Professor Fezziwig was played by Matthew Williams Belle Fezziwig was Ashley Lorraine Louder The Ghost of Christmas Present was James Rambo John Cratchit was Jax Lunsford Tiny Tim was played by Lena Shapiro Sally Cratchit was played by Dorlane Danwayne Arvin. Allison was played by Maria Beachboard. The Ghost of Christmas Future, yeah, that creepy voice, that was Carl Bonebright. And then George, the Soup Man, that was Andy Barsh. We also had a lot of support behind the scenes as well when it came to this play. Uh, the musical advisor for this play was MC Brooks. Sound engineering and uh, audio editing, that was all done by myself, Mike Lonsford. Direction advisor, got some help from Benjamin Shapiro, who was also the co-writer. Also got some additional direction advice from Mariah Beachboard. The cover art for our play was done by James Rambo, and then the director for this play was myself, Mike Lunsford. I just want to take this opportunity to thank the entire cast of GGR's A Christmas Carol for all their work. Throughout the production, there was a need for rewrites and fill-in voices to help performers record their lines. The people playing their roles should definitely be credited, but also many of our performers pulled double duty, sometimes triple duty, to make this play come together. I cannot thank them enough, as they always brought professionalism to a role that often wasn't theirs. Not only did they all do fantastic jobs as their character, they also did amazing jobs as other characters and helped make this play come to life. Again, thank you all for helping make this happen. It truly was an ensemble. And thank you again for listening to GGR's Playcast presentation of A Christmas Carol. (laughs) And may God bless us, everyone. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!